Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite Clear Liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Bite. Oh, hi. Before we start the show, here's Stephanie Miller to talk about Omaha Steaks. Well, make home your favorite new restaurant this winter with Omaha Steaks delivered straight to your door. Have you ever wondered what makes Omaha Steaks so good? It's the aging process. Omaha Steaks aged at least 21 days. That's where the magic happens. Try these mouthwatering steaks in the Butcher's Best Sellers Package. Go to omahasteaks.com, enter that promo code VOICES into the search bar to save over 50% and secure exclusive pricing. Included in the Butcher's Best Sellers Package are four iconic fork tender butcher's cut filet mignons, four ultra-juicy burgers, four savory pork sops, four kielbasa sausages, four rich and decadent caramel apple tartlets, and so much more. In addition to getting more than 50% off, you also get four more chicken breasts, four more of those delicious burgers for free. All you have to do is go to omahasteaks.com, type VOICES in the search bar, order the Butcher's Best Sellers package today save over 50 percent plus get four chicken breast four burgers from the company that's been bringing people together for over 100 years omahasteaks.com type voices in that search bar at omahasteaks.com thank you stephanie and now let the cartoons begin recorded live in the usa covering the whole wide world right on this is the bob seska show presented by bubblegenius.com mr key rock are you ready to give your summation it's just key rock, Your Honor, and yes, I'm ready. Thank you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I'm just a caveman. I fell in some ice and later got thawed out by some of your scientists. Your world frightens and confuses me. Sometimes the honking horns of your traffic make me want to get out of my BMW and run off into the hills or whatever. Sometimes when I get a message on my fax machine, I wonder, did little demons get inside and type it? I don't know. My primitive mind can't grasp these concepts. But there is one thing I do know. When a man, like my client, slips and falls on a sidewalk in front of a public library, then he is entitled to no less than $2 million in compensatory damages and $2 million in punitive damages. Bob Seska! Is that the full poop? And nothing but the poop. The Bob Seska Show! Yeah, maybe the funniest man ever in the history of Saturday Night Live. The great Phil Hartman there is the unfrozen caveman lawyer. From our nation's capital, it is Thursday, February 11, 2021. And this is the Bob Seska Show on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Hi, my name is Bob. Hello, Bob. Hello, day 23 of the Biden-Harris administration, 635 days until the 22 midterms. Oh, my God, and here they come. It is the goth ninjas. Or as they say, uh, south of the border, ninjas gothicas. <laughs> oh, I like that. That's actually the yeah. actual, it's the translation. It is Jody Hamilton from the From the Bunker podcast, from dash the dash bunker.com. Also, it's sexyliberal.com and the Stephanie Miller show, stephaniemiller.com, every Tuesday. And uh, David T. Rex Ferguson from the T. Rex Report podcast. 
Patreon.com slash the T-Rex report. Also, astralsummer.bandcamp.com. Lots to talk about today. Goth ninjas. Um, do we need to get sworn in? Yeah, uh, let's do the <laughs> swearing in at this point, and then we shall move on. As long as uh, uh, Senator Pat Leahy lets us uh, proceed. Pat, is it okay? Can we can we move ahead? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Senator Leahy. <laughs> Before I forget, I'm so, I'm, by the way, I'm so glad that Jody laughed at that joke because I'm like, I'm going way out on a limb here making fun of Pat Leahy. I know, this was so perfect. <laughs> so, David, what were, what were you saying, David? Well, I don't even remember now. No, um, it's going to be one of those the, shows. Uh, Sad Seasons lyric video is ready and it's going to go up tomorrow at Bandcamp. Oh, oh, that's great. Um, and it's beautifully done by an animator named Ellie Maven. Um, Excellent. Do you know about the concept of synesthesia? People who like see sounds and S- synesthesia. Yeah, people who see sounds. You know what? I kind of see sounds. I don't know That's that what I. The video is like it's the most close capturing of any of my music as a visual medium I've ever seen in my entire life. And again, where it's, where can people find that? Where is it? At astralsummer.bandcamp.com. Oh, okay. So it's right there in your Bandcamp page. Great. It is will it? Be. Is, oh, it will be. Well, uh, that's really exciting. Um, let's see. Where do we start here? You know, Donald Trump has been permanently banned from Twitter. And not just we, we knew that he was gone. We knew that this was the end for him. But we weren't sure whether or not it was going to be permanent. I got the sense that at some point, and he may still do this, I kind of figured that at some point he was going to sue to get his Twitter account back somehow. Like somehow he was going to be able to use his lawyers to muscle Twitter to get him to be reinstated. But Jack Dorsey is it. Yeah, Jack Dorsey with his gigantic uh, beard and everything has said that, uh, no, this is a permanent ban. He's not coming back. Even if he runs for president, he's not going to be coming back to Twitter. And that's great. Here's the thing. I was looking at The Atlantic this morning and came across an article by Yahoo News national correspondent Alexander Nazarian. And, oh, my God, has he pissed me off. Mm. He's written a piece in The Atlantic uh, in which he laments the end of the pulse-pounding and exciting, thrilling (laughs) Trump administration. The the article is titled, I Was an Enemy of the People, but it was, uh, I think... I think it was originally titled, uh, let me see, where's the link here? I miss the thrill of Donald Trump. Jesus. And oh, that's the general sake. point. I think they changed see, it's the headline. The difference, it's the difference between seeing people escape from a burning car yeah. and actually having to fight your way out of a burning car. Right, right. You know, it's, it's yeah, it's pulse pounding, but I don't want to do it every day. Yeah, he says um, here, I miss it already. I miss it terribly. Even if I miss little else about the past four years, without quite meaning to, Trump reminded journalists that their relationship to power should be adversarial. I hope my colleagues in the press corps, I'm a national correspondent for Yahoo News. Remember that as some pressure of pre-Trumpian courtliness returns to the White House briefing room. So he was really into the Twitter feed and he was into all of the crazy blurts and things like that. And I use that word, he says here, I use that word thrill with full intention. No need to tell me about the cruel immigration policy, the incompetent pandemic response, the racism and bigotry, the frightening chaos. Quote, we never gave you time. We kept the foot on the gas, a top former never West Wing staffer told that. him. Yeah, he just yada yadded all the worst things. That's what he <laughs> just did there. And I don't know if that was his intention, but that's how it comes across. It's just like, oh, well, we're going to put that over here on the side. We're not going to talk about those things. We're just going to say, oh, my God, I missed the chaos. Oh, but shit. this is the whole crystal is a like John King kind of it's yeah. like a big horse race thing right yeah. because they're white privileged straight guys with mm-hmm. no skin in the game mm-hmm. and so like I said they're just watching the rest of us try to shatter the passenger side window to climb out of the overturned burning car well it's really like, oh, like wow, that isn't this exciting yeah um, I mean it's really of that caliber it's like someone surviving cancer and going oh my god I missed the thrill of the chemo and not knowing right. whether I was going to die is it going to be the, this percentage of survival or am I going to survive three years or five years no no one thinks that that's insane that's an insane way to think the last four or five years have been a blight on american history it has been one of the darkest chapters i mean there have been dark chapters within the dark chapter I mean, this is- and jin saki is bringing it 
Yeah. She is. Yeah. Well, he continues here saying, covering the administration was thrilling for many journalists in the way that I imagine storming Omaha Beach must have been for a 20-year-old fresh what? from the plains of Kansas. They would have been terrified. What the fuck? <laughs> of course they would have. He's seen oh, too many God. war movies. Yeah, see, now this is one of the things I've been afraid of for a long time, and this is a little bit of verification of it. It's not full verification of my concerns, but I've been worried that... There is a strain inside the Beltway in the D.C. kind of cocktail circuit crowd that really doesn't take any of this shit seriously. That we're the suckers going, oh, my God, what a fucking travesty happened. Oh, my God, the damage happening in Washington right now. And everyone inside is going, well, this is a fun little game we're playing on the outsiders. You know, it's, just, it's terrifying to think that. <laughs> did you mean to evoke Bill Barr right then? <laughs> did I really do? I do, did I do a part? It felt very Bill Barr to me. This is a funny little game we're playing oh, on the outsiders. A, yeah, we're, we're totally screwing them. We're making them believe this is a big crisis, and it's not. We're just having fun. We're just play acting here. This is like a murder mystery party. No, no, no. It's not. It's real. To me, it's like the storm chaser tourist yeah. people that go to chase around tornadoes. I mean, and never mind the devastation on the side of the road the people that's right leading and their houses destroyed it's like yeah. look it's an f4 run let's catch it you know yeah yeah just- well i mean i understand how journalists have to be dispassionate this is what they do they're there to report the facts they're not there to take a particular posture on something but sometimes right. in fact a lot of times as stephen colbert says reality has a well-known liberal bias mm-hmm. a lot of times the facts line up with a more left of center series of values. And uh, that's just See, automatic. Yeah, it's, it's part of the, the game. One of the things that Trump did was made the journalists, like made the press part of the story. Yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. he sucked in the fourth wall and said, <laughs> this fourth wall is lying to you or whatever. I'm, not, I'm probably d- badly damaging that metaphor. The third estate, fifth estate, fifth column, whoever Fourth we are. estate. Right. <laughs> 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 But what I think Alexander over there at the Atlantic is missing is being centered yeah, in the yeah. dialogue like that. Right. Um, because, you know, we, they really shouldn't be talking about us. Mm. They shouldn't right. be, you know, that we should be talking. Well, we should be talking about policy. Yeah. We should be talking about humanity and legality and real concerns to the republic, mm-hmm. not, you know, whether or not Mika had a facelift. Yeah. Right. 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 Um, so. Well, this part of it here, what I'm about to read is, uh, I would say, partly true. I think there's some real truth to this. He says, uh, both the resistance and MAGA nation assigned journalists far more power than we truly had. A journalist's brief is not to take down a president or to act like the opposing party, nor outside of North Korea is a journalist's job to lavish a country's leader with hagiographic rhetoric. Yeah, well, see, we all know this. We all agree with this. The problem is that when facts are deliberately ignored, to either suit an agenda or to increase your hipster cred as a journalist or some other motivation. That's when it gets really annoying. Or when um, news stories are selected specifically in order to telegraph a bias without being opinion. That's what they Mm -hmm. do on Fox News Channel. They select, while the news programming (laughs) on Fox News isn't necessarily opinion or or overtly biased what they do is they choose news stories that lead you in the direction of going man those democrats are full of shit and oh Mm -hmm. my god the republicans man they're america's party that's the overall vibe that you get it's not overt yeah that's what i was saying last week when we said you know even when they're doing straight reporting they're doing it from a skewed perspective well there, there are some solid journalists who somehow have landed at Fox News, like uh, John Roberts. I, I have a little bit of respect for John Roberts. I think he's a decent journalist. He has not always worked at Fox News Channel. He's not necessarily part of that mindset, but he works there. And so you have to you have to look at his reporting with your eyes open. You have to kind of question a little more based on where he is and how the exec producers there and so right. on will roll out his stories and in what context they'll be presented. Because then, because it's not necessarily about what he's saying. And it's just with the John Roberts example. It's not necessarily what he's saying. It's the context in which he's saying it. Is there some sort of broader theme that we're seeing overarching throughout all of the news stories that are be, being reported and that John Roberts is just a piece of that puzzle. I mean, that's entirely possible, too. Yeah. And there was a moment last week with uh, Speaker Pelosi that just, I mean, it gave me frostbite. When mm-hmm. I, You've probably seen it by now where she was in the press conference and they were like, you know, um, Lindsey Graham says they're going to call on the FBI. And, and she just says, 
your question is a waste of time. Yeah. yeah. And Gersh yeah. said it. Oh, it was so beautiful. And I'm just saying that all the time now. I was like at Starbucks and I was like, I need a medium coffee. And they were like, do you mean grande? And I was like, your question is a waste of time. You know? <laughs> it's like, uh, I bring it up again. I think I just made this reference last week. It's like that uh, sketch on SNL in 1984 with Jesse Jackson. And it was a game show called The Question is Moot. It does not matter. The question is moot. And it's just because the, the word moot is moot. fun to say. Or yeah. Sarah Palin would say, the question is mute. Mute. <laughs> exactly. But speaking of Nancy Pelosi, I noticed during the coverage yesterday, and, and by coverage I mean to say the House manager's case against Donald Trump, they noted that uh, the guy who was sitting at Nancy Pelosi's desk with his feet up on the desk, I'm not going to say his name, I tried desperately. With his crackhead eyes. Yeah, it's just he looks like, you know, white trash. I know I'm not supposed to say that, Facebook. Zuckerberg says that's bad, it's mean, it's biased towards white people, but fuck it. White trash. This guy just was white trash. trash. Yeah. It just looks like trash. Right. Well, he had uh, on his person, he had a 950,000 volt stun gun. It was basically like a cattle prod. That is officially a cattle prod. And that's the thing he was using to carry around in the Speaker of the House's office. You know, one of the most sacred rooms in that entire goddamn building. It's one of the only offices that are actually right there inside the Capitol building proper, not in one of the ancillary buildings on the outskirts of that property. But Lindsey Graham, let's talk, you mentioned Lindsey Graham a second ago. Let's talk about Lindsey Graham. Ugh. Only if I'm allowed to hiss like a cat. <laughs> Please do. Yes. Please right. do. <laughs> So Thank Lindsey you. Graham, after watching everything that took place yesterday, the entire case being made by the House managers, tweeted this, tweeted the following. The not guilty vote is growing after today. Mm-mm. I think most Republicans... I disagree. I, I think most Republicans found the presentation by the House managers offensive and absurd. Absurd. That's a great word to use. Yeah. Well, of course, videos you of to do it in his voice though. Offensive and absurd. I think the most <laughs> Republicans found the presentation of the House managers both offensive and absurd. And absurd. Oh my. You got a little too much quirky from uh, uh, waiting for Guffman. Right. Right. <laughs> what I need is a hundred thousand dollars. Lindsay, you gotta Lindsay's adenoidal. He's yeah. got that permanent pollen from the southern... You're bastard you know, uh, people. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Videos of senators and staff running for their lives. They were running for their lives. Mitt Romney running for his life. As an army of crazy people stormed the Capitol to assassinate as many of them as possible. And it was the managers who were the offensive ones, right? Mm-hmm. This is, again, going back to my ongoing narrative of half this fucking country, or at least half of the voting population has lost touch with the difference between right and wrong. They don't know anymore, and whether it's performative or whether it's deeply pathological, doesn't fucking matter. The effect is still the same. Mm -hmm. Lindsey Graham, mixing up which part of what we've been watching for the last two days was offensive. It wasn't the video of these crazy fucking Confederates and racists and white trash and all the rest of these insurrectionist terrorists invading the Capitol. That wasn't the offensive part. I have a confession to make. Yeah. I did giggle a little bit at Chuck Schumer. I just, I was like, I saw him run by like it was like a Three Stooges sketch, and it was just like Chuck Schumer hasn't run that fast since they skipped his number at Katz's Deli. <laughs> just, <laughs> I didn't, see, you know what? I didn't see the video of. There's video I saw of, that of Chuck I saw Schumer. That. Oh, they went yeah. down this one quarter in a fairly yeah. organized cordon with Secret Service guys, and then they came boiling back out of there because it was like the wrong direction. Yeah, uh, wow. and yeah, and then they locked the doors behind him. It was, it's quite. That it's and scary, the Mitt Romney. But without the sound, yeah, no, yeah, it's a little funny. Yeah. Well, and, and the thing is, is the Mitt Romney one is even more disturbing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because um, it was just like, whoa. Because you know what Goodman's doing there. He's mm-hmm. like, get, move now. They're on their way. Move. Yeah. I love and, the uh, idea. I think Malcolm Nance brought this up yesterday. Make a, a statue. Uh, of mm-hmm. Eugene Goodman, put it in the uh, statuary hall. That's absolutely mandatory. That needs to happen. Brian Sicknick as well, because these guys, through their actions that day, may have saved God knows how many lives. I mean, there was yeah. chance the the insurrectionists wanted to lock the members of Congress in the chamber and then somehow turn on the gas. I know they sure. wanted what they wanted. They said, "Look, we're going to get them in the tunnels. We're going to seal the tunnels and then turn on gas." 
Like, where were they going to get the gas? That's my question. Like, Maybe they had it on their person. There were a lot of guys with backpacks. Yeah, sarin gas, you can transport. I mean, if they had... There was a uh, a cult in Japan, and I can't remember the name yeah. of it right now. Oh, I now, remember that. Of course. And they staged a couple of sarin gas uh-huh. attacks on mm-hmm. subway tunnels. Oh, right. It killed a lot of people. I remember that. Because, and it's not that hard to make. Mm-hmm. It's a neurotoxin, and it starts basically with castor beans, which yeah. are easy enough to grow in anyone's garden. Um, but no, I mean they easily could have had that on them, and there was there was chatter that go get them in. The, they're going into the tunnels, and you can see all the. I've I've been under parts of DC. I've yep, been in some too. of those tunnels before, mm-hmm. and they're easily sealed off. Yeah, and you got nowhere to go. Yeah, exactly, exactly. There's the worst possible way to die is being permanently trapped inside an underground tunnel, mm-hmm. and and asphyxiating to death. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what many of these insurrectionists wanted to happen. Uh, Tom Cotton was desperately scrambling to find a firearm because they were descending upon his area, too, where he was. And so he was mm-hmm. trying to find a gun to defend himself. Of course he was. But again, this is the Republicans were in just as much danger as the Democrats were. I don't think the, the insurrectionists were distinguishing between the two. Uh, clearly, they were going after Democratic leadership primarily, but they also wanted Mike Pence, obviously. We heard a video I yesterday think or something. They would have recognized, first off, they would have recognized Chuck Schumer, Mitt Romney, Mike Pence, yeah. uh, Lindsey Graham. My, uh, Mitt Romney would have been killed. Yeah, yeah. Because he voted to impeach. He voted to convict already once. He would have been murdered. Yeah. Because he's so recognizable. But you guys would be amazed. I mean, if we keep, we have to continue to look at this through the lens of an abused family. And mm-hmm. it is amazing what people will just blank. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. If, they, if it doesn't suit the narrative that's being established and that's power, it gives the power to their abuser, that people will just like, that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and the video evidence, and it's, you know, and, and uh, Lindsey Graham is playing, you know, the the cat's paw here just by saying, you know, look, you know, dad's right. He didn't do any of those things. And it is really offensive. You to bring it up. You're trying to break up this family. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, and it's just, ugh. yeah, it's, it's all the just, worst arguments, the worst possible arguments. Yeah. Hey, don't call the cops on the spousal abuser because it's only going to make the spousal abuser more violent. You know, that's well, that's the, what that's what the defense attorneys were saying the other day. Hey, yeah. if you vote to convict, we're going to have that again. <laughs> God damn it. It's like a threat. It's like that. that's a literal yeah. threat is what that is. That is madness. God, it's amazing. They are so utterly shameless. Making things worse. Fox News Channel, prime time, mm-hmm. making things worse. Tucker mm-hmm. Carlson, making mm-hmm. things worse. Just throwing more gas on the fire. Here's more gasoline. Let's We've got to destroy Fox News. I, I mean, I hope this billion dollar lawsuit. Yeah goes through it's going to get settled out of court though they always do fox news never goes to deposition but Mm. i feel like the american people should be able to take some kind of retaliatory action as a result of their misinformation in the middle of a public health crisis right right it's like we were having a middle it's like that we were having a cholera crisis and they were like don't boil your water Mm. just drink it straight from the ground you know and it just it seems to me that they should be criminally liable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about this. Uh, in fact, I've mentioned it a few times on the show, and I've received some comments from some people on Patreon about this exact observation, which is that, you know, I feel like Fox News primetime needs to be held accountable to some degree. And mm-hmm. people have been explaining to me, thank you very much, that, uh, well, they're opinion shows, so you have not as much of a legal basis to go after an opinion show as you do a news show. Well, that's not... That's but not the, the network idea. is called Fox News. Right, folks. right. They are presenting their opinions as fact and saying they can back it all up with facts that are not and it's that don't exist. Yeah, just like news with chirons and bulletins and. I but mean, still, it's not just about taking legal action against a news source. There are other ways to go about this. I mean, in the wake of January sixth, in the wake of the insurrection, you had corporations going. You know what? We're not going to give our money to those people anymore. We're not going to make any donations to Republicans who voted against the certification of the vote in Congress. So why cannot, why is it impossible to take the same posture with Fox News primetime and say, we're not going to advertise on those shows anymore to the point where they have to go dark every 20 minutes on those shows because they've got no sponsors anymore. And then suddenly they have to cut their salaries or maybe eliminate some of those shows, eliminate Laura Ingram or eliminate Tucker Carlson. I don't think Kennedy's going to go anywhere. Uh, He's like a cockroach, Mm, but you know, like thinking about, 
Tucker Carlson getting sent off to a nice farm upstate. Where he can run free. Where he can run and, and run. Chase <laughs> rabbits with Lou Dobbs. Yeah, right. Well, well I think that, that with this $2.7 billion lawsuit, I mm-hmm. don't think Janine Pirro is long for Fox News. Um, yeah, yeah. And I think they're going to start, they're looking at these people's contracts mm-hmm. is what their legal department, they obviously could get Lou Dobbs out easily because maybe his contract is up already and they were in negotiations. So boom, it's we're up not- in February. There yeah. you go. So, I mean, that was easy to get rid of him. They're looking at her her right now to see, okay, can we fire her under what grounds? To me, it's under moral grounds. I know there's a morals yeah. clause. There has to be. Um, and, and, and they're caught, you know, she's out. And, and maybe if people start pulling their money, I mean, the ratings are falling through the floor right now yeah. anyway. Um, it's just, we can't, unfortunately, because Fox News, OAN, and Newsmax are all not broadcast channels. Mm-hmm. The FCC doesn't have control over nope, them. Nope, they do not. And now we could potentially change those rules. Those mm. rules need to be changed. And the reason that, it, that they're not under those rules is because you have to pay for cable. You ha- with ABC, NBC, your broadcast stations, that's for everybody. I mean, at the very least, in the meantime, even short of that, just to get the ball rolling, I mean, we know what Twitter can do. See also Gina Carano. We Thank know you. what can happen when Twitter goes, all right, enough already. And then somehow the heads end up rolling. And that's right. what needs to And of course, I don't mean that literally, Republicans. Right. I'm saying that figuratively. <laughs> okay, wait, a bunch of people out there do not know who Gina Carano is. Gina Carano, well, I was just a throwaway anyway. I hadn't intended to talk about it too much, but she's uh, one of the stars of The Mandalorian. She she compared being a Republican to Jews being killed by Nazis. Yeah, she was liking and retweeting a lot of weird shit. And, yeah. uh, and she, Disney is like, yeah, Disney what Lucas is Feldes she is, thinking? Yeah, yeah she was yeah. basically, because com- I guess she's a Trump supporter, I assume. And mm-hmm. she's like, and they're treating me like the Jews were treated in Germany in the 30s and 40s. It's like, no. Yeah, yeah. And no. so what happened, she was up for her own show, her own spinoff yeah. from The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. And even back in December, Disney was kind of like, all right, well, because of these tweets, we're not going to announce her show during this right. rollout. So they didn't. And that was back two months ago. Yep. And she had two months in order to write this uh, situation to to right. save her own career in television. Um, she's and gonna she- have so much of a bigger career as I was canceled by the left. She is gonna be a superstar. She, well, she she's also, a, she's already an she, MMA. She's already an MMA yeah. superstar. So she gets all yeah. her money through that source. But you know, what were you gonna say, Jody? And she lost her agent. UTA dropped her. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, again, it's just dumbness on top of the awfulness of some of her views. But, I mean, the mm-hmm. the lack of judgment is one of the things that always makes me go, like, what the fuck? You're on the most successful television show on TV right now. I mean, it's the, one of the biggest things to happen, yeah. certainly in the Star Wars universe, if not all of streaming television. And you have... Well, cre- don't you see the correlation, though? I mean, once people... When things when you're on the number one show on television and you've been an insecure, self-doubting person all your life and yeah. all of a sudden everyone's deferring to you like your 13th century nobility, mm-hmm. it's what happens to senators. Suddenly you feel like, well, oh yeah, I am super smart. Yeah. I got here because I worked hard. And, I, you know, and you tell yourself... It's a meritocracy, and you just open your mouth and say some real stupid shit. Yeah, because it's just dumb that she didn't like <laughs> her handlers. Mm-hmm. She needed her agents should have been like, seriously, you're going to get axed. Yeah, you need to control yourself. You're do if you think that way, that's fine. Just don't fucking project it out to the planet if you want to keep your job. Yes, I you, mean it's you, it's just dumb. It's just dumb on her part. It's her manager, her mm-hmm. agents, and herself. Obviously, she's a grown woman. She has choices. But I mean, if I were her publicist, I'd be like, dude, what are you thinking? Does she think she was going to be the one person to like that kind of crap and get away with it? No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. That's not how. Especially when you have the visibility of being Gina Carano from The Mandalorian. I mean, it's. Right. Again, it's such a pain in the ass because the, oh shit, the lack of judgment is just soul crushing and irritating and all kinds of other pejoratives. Uh, Think of how the job of a PR person has in the age of Instagram and mm-hmm. Twitter and has just com- completely metastasized into constant stress. <laughs> You know, <laughs> damage like control. Used to be you, you had a certain valve between your celebrity and the, their public, and right. now they're just like you know tweeting things at three in the morning. Mm-hmm. 
What's well, the I mean, show? You There's know, a show with what's her face from the, the the stupid Southern Gothic vampire show. I'm giving absolutely no information here. Um, Flack. Have you guys seen any of that? No, I Are you haven't. talking about I True heard. Blood or, yeah. or, or, or no. it's called Flack? No, she's yeah, it's a new show that she's oh, okay. in called right. Flack. Yeah. I watched the first couple episodes and I can already tell it's going to be just like the whole Buffy and Angel thing where mm. I'm like, would you guys just please let go of this? And or like with Scandal, where I didn't give a shit about her relationship with the president. I wanted to watch her kick ass and solve problems and yell at celebrities. You know. <laughs> Speaking of Buffy and Angel, Joss Whedon's in a lot of trouble. He's in a lot too. of trouble I mean, with his, charisma right now. Yeah. Yeah. I love her. Yeah, she was my favorite character. She was the character that every time she would make a huge one-liner, everybody in the room that was watching Buffy would turn and look at me. You know, like she's she. I got to meet her. If, uh, God, obviously over a year ago, she was on John Fugelsang's show when he was out here, and he asked me and Dana to come down. Oh. And so I got to meet and be on his show with Charisma and Dana. She's lovely. Oh, that's awesome. She's, yeah, she's just yeah. a lovely, super smart um, and lovely human. Well, she I was like saying uh, she was saying the director Joss Whedon was uh, verbally abusive on yeah. set, and it confirms what uh, uh, the actor who played Cyborg in Justice League mm-hmm. has been saying for uh, uh, quite some time now, which is that. And other people from the shows are are backing her up. They're like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Sarah Michelle Geller is like, I'm proud of the work I did as Buffy, but I do not want to go down as Buffy associated forever with that brand which was a lot to Mm -hmm. say Mm -hmm. Um, somebody yesterday on one of my feeds was like what genre do you think most glorifies materialism and uh, shallow superficial success and I didn't know they were talking about music and I wrote Marvel Comics Universe because it's so like pro war industrial complex blah blah billionaire Um, and then where they're like have you uh, seen have you seen the movies David (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, kind of, but I mean, I don't know. It just, I don't know. Go to, we'll, we'll go to break while everyone decides that they hate me now because I don't <laughs> like this movie. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going there. I have learned so many lessons over the, especially over the past year, in terms of sticking my nose and arguing about these movies that I love so much. And it's just, it's never. The outcome is never ever good. It's always <laughs> just me getting sweaty well, and irritated. I'm, all I know is I'm enjoying Wandavision. <laughs> yes, me too. I just, I, I infinitely to. prefer the values of the Star Trek universe. Oh well, yeah, that's that's it's noble. I think, yeah, it's it is a great universe. It's to, it was one of the first woke TV. TV shows in the history of television. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Nobody's really rich. Like, yeah. I mean, because Tony Stark, a huge portion of it, a huge portion of his superpower, I'm listening to too many Irish books on tape. Um, <laughs> a huge portion of his superpower is just that he's fucking rich as shit. Yeah, but he's, yeah. but the, his arc is yeah, that he yeah, is. Yeah, 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 but he's a fucking wartime capitalist. He starts he out that way. His arc does not, not end that way. Well, he's okay. not. He's yeah, not okay. anymore. But he he didn't end See, up that, that the, way. That's the thing. This, this is, oh my god! This gets me started on Last Jedi and how, people misunderstanding <laughs> Luke's character and Last Jedi. Oh god! Jedi. I'm so sorry. Pe- I did not under- mean to throw a rock into this pond. This is not good because <laughs> I will spend the rest. I swear to God, I'll spend the rest of the next hour and a half talking about this. <laughs> we'll be back right after these words. No! Eisier, that is A-I-S-I-E-R. What is it? Luxurious modern sleepwear for the independent woman. Their sleepwear is made from 100% washable silk. Silk is known to reduce skin surface moisture loss and limit skin irritation. Best of all, it's comfortable, so lightweight, it feels like a second skin. It'll keep you warm in the winter and cool in the summer with a fabric that loves your skin all year round. And in every type of weather, wearing silk to sleep is simply therapy at night. Eisier is owned by an amazing woman, a single mom. Their products are made right here in California. You can feel good about supporting a small business delivering high-quality products. Now is the perfect time. Treat yourself or a loved one to something extra special to sleep and lounge in during Eisier's Valentine's sale. Go to shopizier.com slash discount slash Stephanie. Use the discount code Stephanie, 10% off your order. That's shop, A-I-S-I-E-R.com slash discount slash Stephanie. Use that code Stephanie for 10% off your order. The Bob Seska Show. Oh. 
valley in a dream It's not God, it's Oh my God, I love this song. This is Bill Toms and Hard Rain. Brand new single, it's called Man's Soul is on Trial. It's uh, from his brand new album, Keep Moving On, which uh, drops on April 30. So the album's not even out, but you can download the first single right now at uh, BillToms.com and everywhere you get your digital music. Again, Bill Toms, that's T-O-M-S. Holy God. I love his voice. You know who he reminds me of? He reminds me of Chris Ray. And this is just some wonderful stuff. Again, Bill Toms and Hard Rain. Holy crap. Link in the description at bobseska.com. Also, bobseska.com slash music if you want to submit. Okay, so we're done talking about comic book movies. At least most of our listeners are hoping that we are. (laughs) Because... Uh, there's still lots more to talk about when it comes to politics. So here's a question for both of you. Here's a a question for the room. And, uh, this is not my question. I noticed this on uh, Twitter earlier today, but I thought I'd uh, present it to everybody. If Romney or Pence had been murdered at the Capitol, would the GOP still acquit Donald Trump? I think I, uh, yes. No. Really? Okay. Uh, for, let's hear from Joey. Wait, okay. First. Pence. Yes. Romney. No. Okay. Pence. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Okay. I, I'll, I'll go with that. Let's say the entire Republican leadership of Congress had been killed. I think they would still vote to acquit Donald Trump. I think they would make a stronger case against the insurrectionists. I think they would be right. screaming about the insurrectionists, but then they would stop short of going after Donald Trump. These are soulless people. These people yeah. are devoid really, of core I values. This game. I. I. Uh, I. I think that. This is when uh, unintended consequences and synergistic effects come into play. What, what do you mean? You know, I mean, well, just this would like be burning. If, if Mike Pence or uh, Nancy Pelosi had been murdered that day, it would be like the burning of the Reichstag. I mean, it yeah. really would be the beginning of the most. And he would have declared martial law. He would have had a right to do it and he would have done it. And that would have been very bad. Hmm. Yeah. On so, top of everything else that was going on, I think that that I think we've got five to six people that will vote to convict on the GOP side. Mm-hmm. Um, we may get more. Yeah. yeah. Um, after today, because I've just noticed they, uh, Jamie Raskin played a montage of all of the violence over the past four years mm-hmm. that Trump has encouraged not Does just play the, the montage kids. song from team America. They're showing Charlottesville. <laughs> it's a montage. Yeah, no shit, no, but I'm no, sorry. it's, That's it's, they're showing, they showed Charlottesville. Yeah. I mean, so there, Jamie Raskin is going, it just wasn't that speech. It was four years of this. God, I'm so yeah. glad he said that because that's what I've been screaming about for some time now is that yeah. this wasn't the first Trump insurrection. There yeah. is many. And, and you all have listened to the show for the past few weeks know this speech. I'm not going to do it again, but there have been other insurrections that have been prompted. You can prompted. do it again. What's that? Well, speech. Yeah, well, I mean, we have the House Republicans led by Matt Gates, who is mm-hmm. Donald Trump's little boy wonder, who uh, with his giant head, led the other Republicans <laughs> to storm that skiff during that yeah. closed-door top-secret meeting of the Intelligence Committee. But, I mean, it is giant prawn head. I mean, he's like... <laughs> He, it just he's, the size of his head is so, and it just like pokes out in all. I don't know. <laughs> I just I, he's this, like, and he seems to be like getting more bizarre looking. Mm-hmm. Like as his evil gets more crystallized, he becomes more and more of a Dick Tracy villain every time I look at him. Yeah, wasn't there a Seven Up mascot who was an elf? That's that's what Matt Gates looks like. Matt Gates looks like the Seven <laughs> Up elf from 1956 or whatever it was. Um, but yeah, so there was that invasion of the skiff. That was the first kind of let's test the ground with some sort of defying of the rules here because fuck it, we're Republicans. We need to support Donald Trump no matter what. And then the next insurrection was, of course, liberate Michigan, liberate Virginia, liberate Ohio and all of the red hats storming those buildings and which culminated in the attempted uh, torture and assassination of Gretchen Whitmer. That was the, the second insurrection. Well, I mean, there was, you know, I want to say something. And then you have, you have Charlottesville in the mix, too, as one of the first kind of events that 
felt like it was moving in that direction. You felt like there was going to be some sort of physical, violent uprising by these easily led automatons, these fucking maniacs who have been radicalized by Fox News Channel and 4chan and Breitbart. And that was their first attempt to say, we are asserting ourselves as a movement here and you're not going to be able to stop us. Oh, and by the way, we're renting cars and driving them into crowds and using them as... The uh, thing that no one is talking about is all the women, Gretchen Whitmer, you know... Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, you know, anyone that they could have gotten their hands on yeah. before they murdered them, they would have raped them. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. those women knew, you know, they know that. Yeah. Uh, Nancy Pelosi. I mean, because rape is, you know, it is a primary tool of war crime, yep. of terrorizing civilian populaces. Um, and it's something that, like, I don't hear anybody talking about because, oh, we don't want to talk about that. But every woman in that building... Oh, absolutely. Was terrified that that was going to happen to her that day. Again, we have we have to go we have to go back to the concept of if this had been a foreign army, if this had Mm -hmm. been some sort of overseas based terrorist cell that invaded the capital, we would be bombing shit right now. And that's exactly what would have happened. But because it was American, if it had been Black Lives Matter, yeah. Yeah. They well, they would have like, never gotten that far. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it 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 just wouldn't have happened. And I mean, people have said this prior to myself, and so I will be repeating others. Um, Osama bin Laden didn't fly any planes into any buildings. Nope. Nope. He just helped organize it. That's right. He helped put the seed of the the hatred into those people's minds. That's right. Charles Manson didn't Charlie ever... Manson didn't do anything. And I actually met Vince Bliosi years ago at a at a fundraiser mm-hmm. and I was just I fangirled all over him. Um and <laughs> uh he was really obviously very nice. But you know, to get the death penalty for man and I'm against the death penalty putting out 100% of the time, but to get the death penalty imposed on a person that was not at either of those murders yeah. is a hell of a lawyer, first off. Mm-hmm. Um, and he proved that Manson was the mastermind over that because he had cult-like you know, presence over these people. That's right. And, and just said, hey, let's go. You know, A, he wanted to start a race war, and two, he wanted to get you know, the pigs and the, and the rich folks and yada, yada, yada. The Fox News is trying to both sides of this thing by going after uh, other members of Congress, Democrats, who were using, you know, uh, motivating Rhetoric. language during rallies. And like saying, stand up and but, fight. That we have but, to stand but, up and fight. We have to go and we have to surround them and so on. And, and but that's The difference, though, is not one of those people actually incited any violence. That's exactly right. And also the left isn't prone to violence. No. And of course, no. any Trump supporter who's trolling this show right now is going to go, what about Antifa? Well, Antifa's first of all, not a thing. I don't know that it actually <laughs> exists, one. And two, th- there hasn't been anything like what happened no. on January 6th ever in mm-hmm. the history of this country, nope. going back uh, at least to uh, the War of 1812 when the British right. Army stormed the Capitol and burned down they'll the White point House. They'll point to Baltimore. They'll point, they'll point to the, you know, the riots after the murder uh, the the murder of unarmed black men yeah. that you know led to like targets getting burned yeah and but that's, that's not the that's same that's not the US capital and the cops weren't murdered and the buildings were empty the buildings were empty it was vandalism it was not right and they were all arrested thank yeah. you very much yes. um but there was not one person saying you should do that. There was not a big giant speechifier that happened to be, say, I don't know, Maxine Waters or whomever else, or Cory Booker of all people, yeah. standing at those rallies saying, go get the Target, go get the CVS. Nobody said that. Yeah. Plus, you never hear about left-wing militias. I'm not aware no. of any left-wing militia where they're doing the military cosplay and they're buying the tactical that gear hasn't from been around Facebook. That's because... They keep their mouths shut. Yeah. Well, no, and, and I mean, in the 60s, <laughs> that's funny. Well, in the 60s, I mean, there were left-wing groups that were anti-war that mm-hmm. turned violent. Yeah. But that's the last that happened was in the late 60s. It has not happened since then. Cliff Schechter was on the show yesterday, and we were talking about this exact subject, and I couldn't help but to go back to... Uh, 
the videos that we have seen produced by Republicans, whether campaign ads or just videos that they've made as part of their branding and so on. But we've seen so many videos, especially over the last 10, 15 years, in which Republicans are shown solving problems using their AR-15s, where there was one video, I've linked to it on my article for the Banter newsletter at thebanter.substack.com. There's one video of Rand Paul shooting the tax code with an AR-15. Because I don't like the tax code. We want to cut taxes. So let's put the tax code up in this uh, target range and just shoot it. And then there were so many campaign ads, too. I selected a, a few choice ones, but where they're taking, like, printing out a copy of the Affordable Care Act and then shooting it with a gun or blowing it up or some other form of physical destruction of the legislation. These are people who claim to love democracy, but who don't understand what the fuck democracy even is. Democracy isn't about shooting the stuff that you don't like. It's not about murdering the things you don't like or the politicians you don't like. It is about arguing using words and votes to make change in the direction you want it to go. That's what democracy is all about. Whoever can come up with the best words has the upper hand. Well, I'm ultimately surprised that nobody in 2020 campaigned on shooting the coronavirus. I'm surprised. Yeah. Well, you know, but here's a fun fact about Rand Paul. Okay. You know, when his neighbor attacked him and he yelled, oh, my God, somebody help, help. All the rest of his neighbors ran out and started beating up Rand Paul, too. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, so, you know, I think this trial might be breaking through the Fox News bubble, and this speaks to what we can expect as far as a vote, or maybe not. I have no, I have no idea. I'm just going to assume. That, it's I think only- that there are five senators on the GOP side that are going to vote to convict. Yes, um, at least we might get as high as. 10 possibly mm-hmm. what, if um, we could, what if they did it anonymously like they did in oh the they house? would totally convict how do we make that happen can we that don't. happen I want to know yeah. I want them on record. I want them on record. Right. No, I feel like we get a, a real effective result. Hello? I, I understand, but I want to. I want them on record. I want to know. Mm. Did my uh, mic cut out? No, no, you were just on the other side of the room there for a second. <laughs> no, I think that that we could have as many as ten, mm-hmm. especially with questioning. And aren't they going to have a debate on whether to call witnesses? I think so. I think that, uh, let me see, where's the schedule here? I've got the schedule of events. Because um, I know senators have four hours to ask questions via written Yeah, if the, House, if the House impeachment managers want to call witnesses or subpoena documents, there will be two hours of debate by each side, followed by a Senate vote on whether to allow this. And I'm not and sure is exactly. that a majority vote or just, just like a 51 vote? I think all of? of the procedural votes are majority votes. That could be promising because if I were Mitt Romney... I would want to talk to some people. Hi, oh, yeah. how close was I to being murdered? Well, you know um, who you know who should testify is fucking Mike Lee. Yeah, no shit. Mike Lee. Oh, is I a, want the QAnon shaman. Uh, well, Mike to Lee testify. Yeah, sure. Mike Lee is all over the record right yeah. now in countless articles saying that he got a phone call from Donald Trump during the insurrection while they were hunkered down hiding for their lives. Mike Lee got a phone call and it was Donald Trump, but Donald Trump meant to call Tommy Tuberville and ended up calling right, Mike right, Lee right, by right. accident. And so Mike Lee handed off the phone to Tommy Tuberville and said a bunch of things to Tommy Tuberville about voting against the certification or stalling or whatever it was. Because meanwhile, Rudy Giuliani's making phone calls of the same kind to uh, other members of the Senate. And so now Mike Lee is denying that all of that happened. So get him on the fucking record. Testify what he heard uh, was maybe overheard said to Tommy Tuberville, what he heard the president say in that phone call, whether the president called him at all. He seems to be denying everything. So get that motherfucker up on the stand. And by the way, ask him about mulligans while you're at it. Yeah, no shit. Because apparently if you commit a grievous crime, you can get a mulligan if you're Donald Trump or if you're white and wealthy and a billionaire. You know what I mean? But I mean... Look, it's, uh, Senator Langford was apparently, uh, and I'm reading this now, incredibly shaken up after the last video of Officer Hodges being crushed. Oh God, that was just, oh my God, that was well, horrific. That that scene alone, you want to talk about triggering? Oh that scene. I, 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 I turned the TV off, I haven't seen yeah, it. I have raging claustrophobia. Is he okay? Um, I think he's okay now. Uh, okay. But I have raging claustrophobia. And to yeah, see right. that, that is like my worst nightmare, being crushed in a crowd of maniacs. And not being able to break free and not being able to breathe. And there's also a photograph now of the guy that gouged out 
the cop whilst gouging out the cop's eye. There's oh a photograph God. of the guy pressing into to the police officer's eye sockets. <gasps> oh. um, and what this cop, one of his eyes was lost oh due to God. that. And so now the FBI has a photograph of him doing it and then a photograph of the person doing, you know, a, fa- a full frontal f- shot of the guy. So they're on the lookout for that guy because this man lost his eye. I want, I want cops to be testifying. Yeah. Law and order GOP, look at what the fuck happened. Hey, well, look, if this doesn't work, uh, David Schoen says, well, why don't we just arrest him criminally? I'm down with that. Let's go. Let's go with the Trump defense team and their opinions about what should really Mm -hmm. happen. Have you guys, it kind of blipped by, but did you see where a bunch of ex-Giuliani aides are like, he was drunk every night, shit face. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And it just confirms everything. We knew that, but it's good to see it in print. It wasn't just our imagination. And Dominion finally did serve him his lawsuit. He actually has it in yes. hand now. So mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah. And, and Fuck he's, you, he's Rudy. being criminally. You probably told him it was a wine list. <laughs> <laughs> it's despicable. Uh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I would love to be that Mater D process well, server. When I think of all those times Rudy Giuliani was going around bragging, we're going to disrupt the world. And then, like, all those appearances on Fox News Channel back in 2016 before the election where he's giggling like a fucking maniac, like a goddamn sociopath on the air on Fox News. And people are asking him, what's going to come next, Rudy? And he's like, <laughs> wait do you see. And he he was getting information from WikiLeaks, which is a front for Russia. Holy shit. That's a whole other can of worms. But also, I wanted to mention, too, before we break, that uh, I was mentioning Langford uh, shaken up after the last video of Officer Hodges being crushed. And then uh, this reporter who reported that said that other reporters in the chamber observed Langford appearing to get teary-eyed. Meanwhile, Senator Daines, a uh, Republican from Montana, was comforting him and was holding his arm. So, you know, I don't know that that's going to convince them because maybe the power of Trumpism is greater than the power of, you know, sane reactions to insane things. So it's it's madness. One one Republican to just stand up to their colleagues in the in the I mean, on the Senate floor and say, what are we doing? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What are we doing? To obtain the allegiance of one man and his dwindling followers. Yep. He's, he's falling off. I was reading in Axios that his polling among Republicans, Trump's polling is, is dipping. Because, like I said, people who worship power only love you when you're in power. That's right. And I, pe- the people need to stand the fuck up, put on their big girl and big boy pants, and just be like, you've been lied to. Come with me yeah. if you want to live. Right. You know? Yeah. What a great point. And it has to be the Republican Party and not just Trump and people with the last name Trump who are punished in all of this. We just, they have to be banished to the margins forever, this Republican Party. And you can do that through democracy. We don't have to do anything that's uh, along the lines of what they do, which are violent insurrections, apparently. We can just use democracy and banish the Republican Party forever. Okay, well, before we get into uh, more things, we are so grateful that vaccinations for COVID-19 are underway. Unfortunately, while there's light at the end of the tunnel, infection rates and hospitalizations are at an all-time high across the country. In California, some hospitals are turning away patients or threatening to ration care. While we're nearing the finish line for this brutal pandemic, getting there means staying safe. For the foreseeable future, only respirator face masks provide real protection from transmission. Unfortunately, the huge demand and limited supply of respirators means we are flooded with fakes and counterfeits that do almost nothing. Well, right now, the New Deal Shop.com has FDA-authorized KN95 respirator masks with anti-fraud labeling on every single package that can be verified right on the manufacturer's website. They're tested in the United States by the NPPTL and provide the most significant level of protection. Their respirator masks are in stock in the U.S. and ship immediately for free. Go to thenewdealshop.com now and get verified, authenticated, FDA-authorized N95 masks shipped immediately to your home or business. That's thenewdealshop.com. TheNewDealShop.com. Thank you. Bob Seska. City Point, she's gone. Tell me where do I belong? She's leaving Logan tonight. City Point, she's gone. No, she isn't wrong. She's never been 
another track from the Gypsy Moths. Song called City Point from their Wollaston Theater EP, now available on vinyl. Holy crap, if you got a turntable, get this album now. www.thegypsymothsband.com. Link in the description of bobseska.com, as always. Okay, moving along here on our big Thursday show. Uh, let's see what else. Um, oh, more unintended or maybe intended consequences. It depends on who you are. But the Brennan Center has determined that voting rights have been restricted in 28 states thanks to Donald Trump's transitionary bullshit about how the election was stolen and it was all kinds of fraud and voter fraud and the Dominion thing and that thing and the other thing and all this ridiculous conspiracy theory crap. Well, uh, as a consequence... Um, And as a backlash to historic voter turnout in the uh, 2020 election, grounded in a rash of baseless and racist allegations of voter fraud and election irregularities, legislators have introduced three times the number of bills to restrict voting access as compared to this time last year. 28 states have introduced, pre-filed, or carried over 106 restrictive bills this year as compared to 35 such bills in 15 states on February 3rd, 2020, so a year ago. Of course, other... I told y'all to get Raffensperger's dick out your mouth. Because he is... You know, he's a, I mean, somewhat of a hero for standing up to Donald Trump and turning that audio over to the government. But he Mm. is just as busy trying to keep people from being able to do absentee voting without multiple forms of ID sent through the mail. It's just ridiculous. Has he gone through any sort of revelation, any sort of epiphany as a result of what he experienced with Donald Trump? I mean, is he the same person he was before the election? Yes. They know that they have to suppress Black votes. They no. I told you guys last week. They announced a committee called Stop Stacy to roll back the, her voting reforms and make sure she doesn't win the governorship oh God. in twenty twenty two. The very day she was nominated for a Nobel Prize. Jesus Christ. Well, the good news is that other state lawmakers are seizing on an energized electorate and persistent interest in democracy reform, which is likewise reflected in Congress. To date, 35 states have introduced, pre-filed, or carried over 406 bills to expand voting access, uh, dwarfing the 188 expensive bills that were filed in 29 states as of last year. Notably, 93 such bills were introduced in New York and New Jersey alone. So that's a pretty big deal. So, in you know, the, the states that are not completely taken over by QAnon freaks, uh, they're doing the right thing, you know, expanding voting rights and, and making it easier to vote, which should be the case across the board. There should be no doubt. It should be just as easy to go up and pull a lever to vote for someone as it is to pull up and uh, get a hamburger at McDonald's. That's how simple it should be. But, you know, it's this ongoing battle in the red states. It's going to be more difficult to vote in the blue states. It's going to be easier to vote. I wonder which states will have the advantage, thank God. So uh, let's hmm. see what else. Any state that's got Stacey Abrams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? Uh, let's talk about Dan Bongino for a second. Um, okay. Oh, gee. I just wanna, briefly, okay? I want to sit next to him at the RNC. I want to be at the RNC. Dan Bongino. Dan Bongino is uh, totally screwed. He uh, a judge has ordered what? Dan, a Dan a judge has ordered Dan Bongino to pay the Daily Beast attorneys' fees for filing <gasps> no! a defamation lawsuit without merit. So Dan Bongino is on the hook now for thirty thousand dollars that he has to pay over to the Daily Beast because he uh, gratuitously sued them uh, without merit. And this is the oh, well. yeah, this is the ongoing attempt, right? I mean, there are legitimate defamation <laughs> suits being uh, uh, being uh, handed down. Of course, the suit against Rudy Giuliani and Fox News Channel and all that, the, the Dominion lawsuits and what have you. But these are just like... No, he's got to learn that places like that, like the Daily whatever, the cat litter... Uh, what what is it? The day or just the daily? It's, no, no, no anyway. this is the Daily Beast. The Daily, daily Beast, Beast is they're good. They're they're good people. Daily Beast. I like oh, the wait. Daily Beast. You're, okay, you're thinking so of the da- you're thinking of the Daily Caller. Caller. 
Yeah, that's so t- they, that's oh, Tucker he lost Carlson's the suit thing. against the Daily Beast. Yeah, the Daily Beast. Lo- he lost the suit against them, and the oh, judges yeah, ordered. No, they're going to have really good lawyers. Yeah. Well, no, you need to go after the Daily Caller because none of those guys get past the bar, and that's, <laughs> that's where they right. work now. Is they work for Tucker Carlson at the Daily Caller. Oh, the whole I'm point sorry. of these, the whole point of these lawsuits is to rack up legal bills. It's not about winning the lawsuit. If you do win, you know, then that's a bonus. But uh, the point of Dan Bongino suing these people, you know, a lot of the pointless and base less defamation suits that the far right and the red hats have been filing. It's all just about punishing whoever the subject of the suit is. It's about, you know, making them have to pay exorbitant legal bills and punishing them that way. So now the judge has said, "Ah, no, 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 no. Now you're going to have to pay all those legal bills that you forced the Daily Beast to rack up because of your baseless lawsuit. Ha and ha. Um, On a serious note, and I do mean a serious note, I didn't know this, but... but Stop. What? Nick Luxko or Dan Bongino has to pay back the Daily Beast? No, neither. (laughs) That's Dan Bongino has to pay the Daily Beast. But on a serious... Yeah. I was just horrified for a second. I was like, "Why, Nick, why did you go after the Daily Beast? Where did you okay. get Nick Lutzko out of all of this? There was a lot the- happening. <laughs> you played Nick's song. Right, yeah. because I said I want to sit next to Dan Bongino at the RNC, and right. so then he played the song. Yeah, exactly, and that's why. And then somehow you started talking about, okay, I'm, yeah. not, I'm, I'm on... <laughs> Man, I'm sorry. I jumped the rails on that one. It's okay. You look wonderful. It's, today. You know why? Because we started recording the show an hour early today. That's why. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. I'm not even in my body yet. I'm still digesting my <laughs> breakfast. But um, here's, I was here just trying to urgently hours, figure so. out how to do a GoFundMe for Nick Let's Go because I didn't want him to be $30,000 or $300,000 in debt to the <laughs> no, Daily no, Beast. No, 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 no. No. Dan Bongino sued the Daily Beast for defamation. The judge said, Oh, this is completely baseless. And by the way, you have to pay the Daily Beast's attorney's fees, too, because we see your scam coming from a mile away. We see it coming down Main Street. Yeah, because the whole point of the lawsuit is to rack up the legal bills on the other side. It's the Glenn Greenwald form of lawyering, where it was a baseless lawsuit, but the point is, oh, we're just going to bury you in discovery, so you're going to have to rack up all these legal bills, your legal team going through all this paperwork and doing all this diligence. And so that's the idea. But the judge has completely nullified that so now on a serious note dan bongino has cancer oh that's oh no yeah he's got uh hodgkin's lymphoma at least he had it uh back over the fall and was being treated for hodgkin's lymphoma and of course we all make fun of dan bongino on this show but uh, in a sincere way you know, I wish him the best in this yeah. fight against relentless fucking cancer. I'm, I'm not sure in the grand scheme of things whether Hodgkin's lymphoma is the good Hodgkin's or the bad Hodgkin's. I There's, think it's the bad one. It's the, is it the bad one? I'm not sure. I don't know. There was a couple, no, lymphoma's Hodgkin's, not good. No, lymphoma's, lymphoma's bad. Hodgkin's is the one that comes to younger people and is a higher cure rate. Non-Hodgkin's, I think, is the one that is harder to treat. I see. Okay. I could be wrong. Let me uh, check with WebMD and find okay. out that we're all going to die. Um, <laughs> well, there was a Bob, conver- should we check your symptoms today? What the heck is wrong with Bob? <laughs> I am symptom-free symptom today. Thank God. I have no aches or pains. Except for the 5 a.m. phantom workouts in your sleep. <laughs> That's right. Thank you very much. Our downstairs neighbor thinks that Kimberly and I wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning and work out. No, no, you're just in the refrigerator. We know the re- what you're doing. <laughs> we're just in the refrigerator. I walked right into that one again. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but there was a conversation on Curb Your Enthusiasm with Larry David where they were discussing the good Hodgkins versus the bad Hodgkins. And so that's that's why that was the origin of that uh, particular uh, question. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's not good. And so we wish uh, Dan Bongino a speedy recovery. Yes, uh, because what's it going to be like at the next RNC without Dan Bongino? Where, who's Nick Lutzko going to want to sit next to if uh, Dan Bongino's not around. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah. Um, where do we go from here? All right. Well, you know what? We're going to wrap up the show here because it's, it's already been, oh my God, <laughs> way late. We love to talk, don't we? Uh, we have the gift of gab. Yes, we have been uh, endowed with the gift of gab. Thank you very much. Um, 
Still more to talk about. Tommy Laren in particular. Got to talk about Tommy Laren. Oh, what, what's, what's she up to? What's Tammy up to now? Oh, she How's got, that contraption? She got so <laughs> ratioed yesterday. She oh. just, talk about a fucking moron. She just walked, talk about walking into your own propeller. She just did it. She just, you know, it's like that gif of uh, of uh, Sideshow Bob stepping on all the rakes. <laughs> that was Tommy Laren. Uh, meanwhile, we got we're going to talk about Larry Flint. Uh, holy shit! Something happening in Lake Michigan that's kind of creepy and weird. Uh, that and a whole lot more is coming up on the postmortem show on our Patreon page. So make sure to sign up. Why don't you? My God, it's only five dollars a month. You get two postmortem shows every week. That's eight postmortem shows every month for that five bucks. It's bonus content. After this music is done playing, we keep on talking, and that becomes a little bit of a, a teeny tiny bonus show. It's like overtime with Bill Maher. About 20 minutes long uh, every Tuesday and Thursday, so you get that. If you sign up for 10 bucks a month, you get the two postmortem shows plus the Friday after party with me and Kimberly Johnson live from the refrigerator. Thank you very much. It's uh, it's not from the refrigerator, literally, and it's not live. So everything I just said was a lie. Uh, that's at uh, patreon.com slash Show or very simply bobseskashow.com. Meanwhile, Jody Hamilton is at from-the-bunker.com, also at sexyliberal.com with all of your favorite Sexy Liberal Podcast Network programs. And there's a, a brand new one signing on and, and like any day now. It's going to be a big deal. This is going to be a huge deal. I can't. You I can't, know who it is. I, I can't announce who it is. I can't say yet. I Can we talk about it on the members only show? No. 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 I'm not going to step on. I think I know who it is. I but think I do too, but I'm going to ask. Told. So when, when, when this kind of silence comes down between us and you listeners, we'll discuss it, but we can't tell you. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We know and you don't. Ew, David. I almost forgot about that. Uh, okay, yeah. So, uh, brand new sexy liberal program coming up. Uh, not too distant future. I, I would say in a matter of days. Uh, okay, that is it. Oh, yeah. T-Rex David Ferguson can be found at the uh, T-Rex Report podcast. Patreon.com slash the T-Rex Report. Also, uh, his music Something at astralsummer.bandcamp.com. Yeah. Can't wait. Take care, folks. Have a great weekend. See you on the after party. Bye-bye. Imagine this Valentine's Day story is you. You're parked outside the restaurant where you're meeting your date in 10 minutes. Glancing in the mirror, you cringe. Not on Valentine's Day. You can't go in with those bags under your eyes, not to mention crow's feet. You rummage through your purse saying, please tell me I have my plexiderm with me. And bingo, there it is. You apply the clear serum under your eyes and smile confidently, knowing that in minutes you'll look fresh, bright-eyed, and years younger. Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that visibly eliminates your wrinkles, crow's feet, and under eye bags in just minutes. It's the Valentine's Day gift you give yourself. You can try a six-day, six-application trial pack for just $14.95 with free shipping when you visit buyplx.com or call 800-685-1292 and say the code VOICES. This order also comes with free shipping and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Make those wrinkles, lines, and under-eye bags disappear with Plexiderm. Visit buyplx.com or call 800-685-1292 and say the code VOICES at checkout.